1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to the inaugural episode of Bad Language from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am the podcast producer here. And you're saying bad inaugural episode? Didn't we just have to sit through an inaugural episode last week of the Steeler sermon? Where's that at? What happened to that? Well, you know, sometimes things look better on paper than they do when you actually put them out especially in the blogosphere we went ahead and did the steeler sermon it sounded like a great idea and i thought it was a good show it just was a little too forced as far as everything goes with the uh, sermon and i got to tell you maybe coming up with one of those every single week might be tough <laughs> i'm not that really uh familiar with scripture so That's tough. But with that being said, we decided to go ahead and go in a different direction. Because, you know, once again, sometimes things look a little bit better on paper. Where have we heard that before? Well, you hear that every Christmas when Mrs. Shirley is yelling at Frank Shirley because he gave Clark, instead of a Christmas bonus, a Jelly of the Month subscription. You know, I like the idea of the jelly of the month club, but I'd rather be frolicking in the backyard in a pool. Well, maybe not Cousin Eddie. Man, I've got a brother-in-law like that, that I probably, he's my Cousin Eddie. So eh, let's just forget about that and let's go on. So hey, free agency is upon us. This is a glorious time of year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm excited, and we are going to talk about it this weekend with a little bit of a Brian Anthony Davis bad spin on it. So, that's what bad language is going to be all about. It's going to be anything and everything, Pittsburgh Steelers, and free agency is the topic this week. So, in an interesting fact, if you do not know this, a lot of people don't realize that March of 1993 was the very first unrestricted free agent year. The big signing that year was Philadelphia Eagles. They got to see one of their big guns, one of the greatest of all time, Reggie White, walk. And he got a blockbuster deal at the time to the Green Bay Packers. So the Steelers jumped on board and they picked a certain linebacker as their very first unrestricted free agent in team history. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, bad, I know who that is. Don't even test me. I know this. I know my Steelers. It's Kevin Green. Kevin Green, linebacker from the Los Angeles Rams, went over to the Pittsburgh Steelers as the very first free agent in team history. And to you, I would say, Eh-eh. incorrect. Incorrect. Kevin Green was the second free agent in Pittsburgh Steelers team history. Coming over from the Los Angeles Rams, they took another linebacker first. They signed Greg Clark, late of the Seattle Seahawks. This guy was on six different teams in six seasons. He tried for the Steelers to be the seventh team, but he got cut in camp and he ended up Retiring after that, he did not play in the NFL again. So, the answer to that question is Greg Clark. There you have it. That's something you did not know. And that's some free agent trivia. What about some other free agents in Pittsburgh Steelers' history? There's got to be some significant ones. Do you realize the Pittsburgh Steelers once signed a free agent that never went to college? Yeah, an unrestricted free agent that did not play college ball. That was big play, Ray Seals. Ray Seals is the guy that he was responsible for 60-minute men. He was a good stealer. He was a solid pickup, one of the better free agents in Pittsburgh Steelers history. And that was big play Ray. Now, number 97, if you do not know, he played in Syracuse. Not for the Syracuse Orangemen. But in the UFL out of high school, he was working at a Taco Bell. He was working at a Syracuse hotel, among other things. He did a lot of odd jobs and he played for the Syracuse Express of, I guess it's the United Football League. I'm not sure what the UFL was at the time, but that was a big free agent pickup for the Steelers. He started in the Super Bowl for the Steelers in 1995. Ray Seals, very good player for the team, did not go to college. So there you have it. That doesn't happen very often. In fact, not much at all. I think the only one of the few other players that I could think of might have been Eric Swan for the Cardinals, who did not play college ball whatsoever. So there you go. There's some things that you did not know about free agency. There's some, been some great free agents in Pittsburgh Steelers history. There have been ones that you're like, why did they sign this guy? Who is this guy? I'll give you one of them. It's Ryan Clark. Nobody knew who Ryan Clark was when he was signed by the Steelers. He ended up being a very important piece of that team. He became a mouthpiece of that team and a great player on a Super Bowl champion team. In 2008, Ryan Clark, when he came over, and this was his third team, the Steelers. Nobody expected it, but he was great for them. So, when you hear some names this week in free agency, there's going to be, you know, you're going to be saying, Who's this guy? The Owls are going to come out. Who, 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 who? There's going to be a lot of who's. That's okay. Who didn't know about Miles Killebrew last year? I've heard of him. Miles Kille- Killebrew got some Pro Bowl votes for a special teamer as a Pittsburgh Steeler. And as of Friday, yes, on Friday, the 11th of March, just happened over the weekend, the Steelers signed him to a two year, $4 million deal. That's big news. That's a big player. So there's a lot of who's going to be out there. Don't worry. These guys know what they're doing. So here's another guy that knows what he's doing, and it's a new voice to the show, and I want to add him in right now. We are going to talk about Steelers free agents that the team need to retain possibly. You can hear me do it, but let's have a more suave James Bond type voice do it. Let's do that. No, this is not me with a British accent. We are going to hop in the BTSC jet, the Concord of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And we are going to go to Britsburg across the pond. And let's go ahead and have a listen to what Britsburg's very own Owen David has to
0: say about free agency. Hey bad, and hey behind the steel curtain, this is Pittsburgh Owen, voice from across the pond. Uh, Thanks for the opportunity, guys. So I think, you know, we've got uh, in this massive off-season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We've got to, first of all, get our own house in order before we start looking at free agents and possible draft uh, prospects. For me, uh, I think there's some free agents that we need to resign straight away and get in back in-house um, and under-contract as soon as possible. For me, the biggest ones are um, Terrell Edmonds. I think Terrell Edmonds gets a lot of unfair criticism. Uh, if he'd been a second or third round pick, I think we absolutely love him as Steelers fans. But because he was a first round pick, he gets a lot of criticism. If you look at last year, I think he had one of his best years. You know, his stats show progression. Over his time with the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, 63 solo tackles, uh, two interceptions, six passes defensed. You know, a much improved performance by Terrell Edmonds. Um, I think as well, the one big thing for me, why we should keep Terrell Edmonds, is he allows Minka Fitzpatrick to be Minka Fitzpatrick. And that, for me, is the biggest thing. When you've got a fantastic superstar, talented safety like Minka, you've got to do everything you can to give him the opportunity to go and do his thing. And that's why we should resign sign Terrell Edmonds. Next up, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is a must-re-sign. Juju brings to the Steelers something that no other wide receiver brings to the wide receiver room. He's got blocking ability. He's tough. He's our go-to guy on third down. He is, you know, he's got leadership as well. For one so young, He's, you know, he's still only 26 years old, but yeah, he brings leadership to the Steelers' wide receiver room. You can't help but feel that if he'd been there at the end of last season, Deontay perhaps wouldn't have tailed off and had the drops that he did, and that Chase perhaps wouldn't have done some of the silly things that he did. So for me, you know, the fact that Juju is one of the best slot receivers um, in the AFC, and the fact that he can also play outside, I think Juju is a must-resign as well. I'd also like to see a kind of Witherspoon return. I think he's got the skills to be a quality corner, he's he's tall, he's fast and once he got on the train and once he became the player that he had the potential to be um, near the end of the season, you know, leading the Steelers in interceptions with three interceptions, I think that he would be a good quality corner to have as one of our outside cornerbacks. Uh, in addition to that, I'd like to see Miles Killerbrew return. Uh, special teamer blocked two punts last year. I think he brings something to the to the to our special teams unit. Um, and I think I'd like la- you know I'd love to see him back in. He's also you know a potential depth piece there at safety, um along with Trey Norwood, Trededman's hopefully re-signing, and Minka Fitzpatrick on Trabius Adams I'd like to see come back as well he'd be a decent depth piece on that defensive line Um, those are the main guys I'd love to see back now turning to Joe Hayden Joe Hayden obviously is a Steeler legend since he's come in from he came in from the Cleveland Browns he has done a fantastic job now my concern obviously that last season he was beaten on 60% of his targets he seems to have lost a a step of speed I think if we're going to bring back Hayden, it needs to be on a very team-friendly deal and Joe Hayden needs to start to learn that perhaps he isn't a starting cornerback anymore and that maybe he may be used in the slot role uh, more so. That would be the terms and conditions that I'd want to see Joe Hayden brought back on. Dwayne Haskins, obviously, I think will be brought back as well on a tender um, to back up Mason and obviously compete with Mason for that starting job going into the new 2022 season season. Um, There's a lot of other people on that list that I think, you know, it's time we moved on from them. Uh, of Okorafor, for me, is just not aggressive enough. If you want to accept average, then re-sign Chukes. Other than that, I really don't think that he is one worth re-signing. Joshua Dobbs, um, although he is a rocket scientist and is well respected, was well respected by Ben last season. I think we'd want to see uh, Dobbs, if he still uh, hasn't got a team after the NFL draft, then that would be one to re-sign. Well, that's my thoughts on free agency and um, what we need to re-sign. Um, after that's put in out an order, then we can start to think about who we want in the draft and who we want um, to get in free agency. And that free agency period obviously begins on the 14th of March. Uh, so that's pretty much it for me this week. Um, thank you, Bad, and thank you, Behind the Steel Curtain, for listening. This is Britsburg Owen, voice from across the pond. Here we go, Steelers.
1: Thanks, Owen, and great job. Great to have you aboard. Bad language. All right, here we go. Let's get into this. Owen brought up some good names there that the Steelers would need to retain, and I pretty much agree with them. Here's the thing. You do need to take care of business at home first. Who are you going to keep? Sometimes this team knows who they're going to be able to keep beforehand and bring back. Juju Smith-Schuster last year was a surprise bringing him back, but the market was dry for him. What will the market be like this year? That is a very important thing. And we will find out that soon enough. Do I expect Juju to stick around? No. Would I love him to? Yeah, absolutely. You want a guy that is going to hit you. You want Heinz Ward 2.0. And that's what you have. Well, he might be Heinz Ward 1.9 because of his number, but you want Juju around. The guts it took for this guy to come back. And play last year in that playoff game was huge. And, you know, did it pay dividends? Not really, but I think the team got a little bit of a boost of having him in here. He wasn't ready. But he also was able to show teams that he was okay. He was healthy enough to play. Shows the grit and determination that you've always gotten from Juju Smith-Schuster. I know that you're going to say, well, bad, you know... Juju, he does that TikTok thing and that, you know, he's uh, dancing on logos and he's just immature. Man, the kid just turned 25. He's been in the league for five seasons. Man, I I think it's it's fine. Let him have his brand. That's everybody in this league right now. But when he gets on the field, he does not pout. He does not take a playoff. He plays like a Heinz Ward. He plays like a champion, and he is a leader for that team. That's a guy you want to bring back. But bad. Amari Cooper's out there. You can get Amari Cooper to come in and play wide receiver. How great would they be? All right. Amari Cooper is going to cost some money. He's going to cost a lot of money to come in here. Now, Dave Schofield last night on the Steelers preview had an opportunity to go ahead and talk about what they need to do as far as the salary cap goes. And he explained where all the money goes. Great capologist. Listen to everything. Dave says he is fantastic. Now he said, Hey, You can get a lot of, you can get three or four mid guys, or you can get a big guy. Do you want to spend all your money on Amari Cooper? No, you don't. You need to get a Pittsburgh Steeler piece of the puzzle. That's exactly what you need in Pittsburgh. And that's exactly what you've got to do. So if you can get three or four guys that fit, that are going to play well, that's okay one of the top free agents out there for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Mitch Trubisky. If they can bring in Mitch Trubisky, that would be good. But wait, bad. He's going to cost maybe $10 million in that. I understand he's going to cost $10 million. But a franchise quarterback costs that kind of money. You get what you pay for. And there's a guy that even though He has some mud on his name because he played in Chicago. He wasn't that great. Hey, he took that team to the playoffs. That is where dreams go to die, Chicago. And I love that town, but their football team stinks. They're bad. He would have went to the second round if Cody Parkey didn't boink it off of the uprights back in 2000, I guess, 19. Guy's been to a Pro Bowl. He's got a fantastic winning percentage of quarterbacks since 2017. He's in the top four. That's a guy you look at. Can he be Ryan Tannehill and get a great change of pace with a great change of scenery? Yeah, he definitely can. And that's the kind of guy that you want in here. That's not going to break your bank. Now, if you trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, if you trade for Derek Carr, Not only are you giving up draft capital, but you're paying through the nose. And all of that salary cap that you can't wait to see the Steelers play with, it's gone. It is gone. J.C. Jackson, I would love to have him in Pittsburgh. And he's being mentioned in Pittsburgh. But national media does not always know what they're talking about with the Steelers. They look at the roster. And they say, oh. The Steelers need a quarterback. The Steelers need a cornerback. The Steelers need this. They need that. We're going to link J.C. Jackson to them. Well, you could spend that money, but then it's all gone because you're spending it on one guy. Look at guys that are going to fit in at corner and make your decision based on that. But bad, they've got to get a free agent cornerback That's all they can do because they don't know how to draft a corner. They know how to draft a cornerback. I will fight you every time you say that. I fight my best friends on that. But who have they drafted, Bat? You know who they've drafted? They've drafted Cameron Sutton. They drafted Artie Burns. He was the sixth best corner, and they got him in the first round because they wanted a cornerback just because you want ketchup and Heinz isn't there. Don't take home Hunts. Don't take home another brand that's not going to taste good. Get what you want. You don't have to have the brand name, but get the best quality. That's it. Here's a better analogy I used on the preview last night. If you are craving steak, And the only thing left is liver. Liver sucks. Don't buy liver. Hold out for the steak. Don't get something just because it has the right label on it. That what you need. Well, I got to get this. And this is the only thing here. I guess I'll try this. No, don't do that. That is definitely not going to help this team. So beware. When you're looking at free agents, the Steelers have done this right. They did this two years ago with no money. Everybody's saying bad. With what money are they going to go ahead and get Stefan Wisniewski, who I suggested they go out and get? They'll never get him. We have no money. Yeah, the Steelers can find money in the couch cushions. We know that the Steelers are going to make things happen. Now that they have money, they're not going to spend it unwisely. They cannot afford to. It's just not something that they do. And every time you listen to somebody outside of the 412 or the 724 saying, well, the Steelers are going to do this because this is what they need. No, no, your Steelers. You, if you're listening to me right now, You know the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you know what they're going to do. Don't worry if it's Jacoby Brissett coming in, because they've got a plan. They know what they're doing. Don't worry if it's Mitch Trubisky. They've done due diligence on this guy. But don't expect this team to go out and spend like drunken sailors on leave. I would love once to be able to do that in my real life. Just, here you go. This is not going to Oprah. Oprah's not going to say, you get a free agent. You get a free agent. You get a free agent. Everybody gets a free agent. It's not going to happen. Because the Steelers don't do that business that way. And you know why they don't do business that way? Because they know how to do business. The Cleveland Browns do business this way. They won the draft last year. They won. Won the off season the year before on paper, the winners of the off season, the champions. They're the champions of the boardroom, but it doesn't work on the gridiron. That's what happened. They didn't make the playoffs last year. Oh, they brought in OBJ. Yeah, they're gonna be champs. They brought in these linemen. They're gonna they're gonna be great. No, that's not what happens. The Steelers have had this culture of building a team and it's not sexy. It's not a pinup girl. That is fine, but they know how to put it together. I'll never forget listening to Washington radio about 10 or 11 years ago, whenever it was when they signed Albert Hainsworth to come and play in Washington and fans were mad. (laughs) They had every right to be the guy ended up stinking. He was terrible. He's out of shape. Then he went to the Patriots and Bill Belichick said, yeah, you stink. You get out of here. And that's what happened. But fans were calling in and saying, why can't we in Washington do business like the Pittsburgh Steelers, like the New England Patriots? Get that piece of the puzzle. Pieces of the puzzle fit. Ryan Clark was a piece of the puzzle. They weren't spending like drunken sailors when they got guys like that. But they make it work. We don't need sexy. We don't need Mr. Right. We need Mr. Right now. And the Steelers can get that Mr. Right now. And they get enough of Mr. Right nows. That's pretty good. One of the hot names right now is Bobby Wagner. And people are saying... He's going to cost way too much money. They're not going to pay that much money. He's old. Veterans help the situation. You put Bobby Wagner. I will be elated if they sign Bobby Wagner. You put him next to a guy like Devin Bush. You're going to get more out of Devin Bush. You are going to get more out of a player like that. You're going to get more out of a lot of guys. If you bring in a Super Bowl MVP, I believe. I believe he won the Super Bowl MVP, if I'm not mistaken. This guy's that good. Yeah, sure, he's older. But veterans work, too. He wasn't cut because he stinks. He had 150-some tackles last year. He got cut because they're dumping everybody. Heck, they got rid of Russell Wilson. So, you bring in a guy like that. But what if he wants $8, $10 million? We're not going to spend that much. Well, look. What if you... Cut Joe Schobert because you don't need both of them. I like Joe Schobert a lot, but Bobby Wagner would be an upgrade. You cut Joe Schobert, his $6, million, six and, a half million, and you pay maybe two or three because that's the money you're getting back from it. And you have an upgraded linebacker. One guy like that could really change that defense. You get a Lualu back, you get to it back, which a lot of people think that's going to happen. You bring another corner in you draft well, you're not just buying for right now. You're buying for a future. This is not a rebuild. This is a reload. If you do things right, and they're going to do things right because they are the Pittsburgh Steelers. You might not love it when it happens. It might not be blockbuster news. It's not going to be marquee news. It's not going to be that glitz and glamour guy. It's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to be Russell Wilson, but it's going to be Mr. Wright. And it's going to be Mr. Right now. So enjoy this time. And no, there's no drunken sailors in that Pittsburgh Steelers front office. They're sound businessmen that are going to do right. You just got to believe. There you go. That's bad language. Episode number one. And check out everything this week with free agency happening, man. BTSC is going to be here for you. On the editorial side, look for that breaking news. Look for the breaking news on the podcast side. Look for three new original shows daily. And also check out this. On Monday morning, we're going to be talking linebacker on the show of shows. Let's ride. It's going to be great. Who are they going to be talking about? They're going to be talking to a great Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker. They're going to be talking to LaVon Kirkland. Of the Blitzberg defenses. I cannot wait for that. Jeff Hartman and LaVon together. That is going to be epic. So with that being said. Check out all these great shows. Check out. Tony Defio And the Friday night six pack. That just came out over the weekend. Check out the power half hour. Also check out. Touchdown under. Check out all those shows. And be here next week with me to check out this show again let's see if we change the name again but for right now this has been bad language and I ain't apologizing for nothing so for BTSC I'm Brian Anthony Davis keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the hypocycloid. <laughs>